Good morning, welcome to Peas in a Podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Esters, and today I'll be sitting down to discuss whether or not I consider The Great Gatsby to be a feminist novel. Before we dive in and explore the question in further detail, I think it's really important to first establish what the patriarchy and feminism really are. Really quickly, the patriarchy is the control by men of a disproportionately large share of power. And feminism is the advocacy of women's rights on the grounds of political, social, and economic equality of the sexes. It is not women are above men, it is equality. So now that we have this understanding of these two concepts, we can explore this book with a feminist lens. Um, So throughout the whole book, we see different interactions happening among the three women in the book, Daisy, Myrtle, and Jordan, and we'll just be going character by character. Um, First, we have Daisy who is beautiful, flirtatious, married to Tom Buchanan, but also very unhappy. Um, So in the beginning of the book, Haraway is at the Buchanan's for dinner and is talking to Daisy alone, and she's explaining that she knows that Tom has been cheating on her and even left her alone when she delivered her daughter. Um, So on page 17, Daisy says, I asked the nurse right away if it was a boy or girl, and she told me it was a girl, and so I turned my head away and wept. All right, I said, I'm glad it's a girl, and I hope she'll be a fool. It's the best thing a girl can be in this world. A beautiful little fool. The first thing I think about when I read this quote is that ignorance is bliss. Um, Daisy is hurt by Tom and she understands that she's exploited and neglected and that Tom is also sexually exploiting another woman. Um, He has no remorse for his actions. He doesn't understand that he's negatively impacting Daisy emotionally and mentally and that reinforces the idea that men treat women like objects. Tom Tom doesn't care um, how how he's making Daisy feel, um, just using her as a sex object as well as his mistress. Um, And she hopes that her daughter's a fool so that she doesn't understand that she's actually subjugated in the society and how damaging the patriarchy really is. Um, So Daisy is really hurt and she wants to protect her little baby girl from this feeling and she, the only way that she can think of is ignorance. Ignorance is bliss and if her daughter doesn't understand what the patriarchy is doing to her, then she won't feel those feelings that Daisy is. And that's how she's hoping to, and that's how she conforms to the patriarchal society. Um, Myrtle, she is not very rich. She's not beautiful. And she's Tom's mistress, actually. She's unhappy in her relationship and she's terribly jealous of Daisy. And I think her death is really what captures what the patriarchy really is. We know she has no control over her life. She was tied down in an unhappy relationship with Wilson, and she's waiting for this promise um, to to go west, to live happily ever after with Tom, to be fulfilled, but it never happened. Um, and she was jealous of Daisy, and we know this to be girl-on-girl hate, which is a result of women trying to be the best in the eyes of men at the expense of tearing other girls down, which I don't, I don't really like. I think it's very toxic, and not a lot of people address this as to be a a result of the patriarchy, but we see that with Myrtle. And I think her death is so symbolic of the trap of the patriarchy. You know, once she reached her breaking point, she was tired of waiting to live the life she wanted, she was killed. And it shows that women will be subjugated in society and it will be absolutely impossible to take control of her life until men acknowledge the needs of women which is equality, um, economic equality, political equality, equality in relationship, this power, it, it can't just be her waiting on men. She, she needs some control over her life, and she didn't have it, and she's stuck in this trap of the patriarchy. Um, and Jordan, we know her to be rich and beautiful, 
But we also know her to put up a facade. She's very aloof. She's not very flirtatious like Myrtle or Daisy, which I think is very interesting. Um, uh, we know her to be aloof and to put up this facade when she first meets Caraway, and even Caraway takes note of that. On page 58, he says Jordan Baker had been dealing in subterfuges when she was very young in order to keep that cool, insolent smile turned to the world and yet satisfy the demands of her hard, jaunty body. Dishonesty in a woman is a thing you never blame deeply. I think this quote is actually very interesting and it speaks volumes to what the patriarchy does to women. Um, at first I thought this was a superiority complex that Jordan had and I thought it was very annoying, but now that I'm reading into it a lot closer, I understand it to be a defense mechanism rather than this complex. Um, and to deal with the toxic relationships that we have with that women have with men. She puts up this facade so she isn't vulnerable to the exploitation of men. And I think the last line is very interesting where he says, never blame deeply. Um, the, that means that the woman isn't at fault for her behavior, but rather the people and environment around her, which is referencing the patriarchal society. Um, and he didn't specify Jordan either. He says dishonesty in a woman, not dishonesty in Jordan. So this is assuming that many women experience what Jordan has and develop similar tendencies to conform to this patriarchal society. Daisy thinks that ignorance is the best way, but Jordan thinks to put up a facade, to put up this wall that women or that men can't penetrate and can't easily exploit is the best way to deal with toxic relationships. So going over these um, interactions between the main women in this novel and the men in their life, um, throughout the book is the great gatsby a feminist novel um well i notice among all these interactions that they're all very toxic relationships between men and women um and they and these women feel this obligation to conform to wait to to be ignorant to put up a wall um and it shows a very negative aspect of society where women are clearly at a disadvantage here and not only is it toxic to women but also to the men as well i think the patriarchy negatively affects the men's mindset to think it's socially acceptable to treat women this way and i it's obviously not it's very wrong um so I think it's detrimental to both parties, and it's an obvious condemnation of the patriarchy to be highlighting all these negative facets of it. Um, so something to, th something to think about um, is that Fitzgerald doesn't explicitly advocate for women's rights. He, I think if he is pushing a feminist um, message at all, at all, it's through the condemnation of the patriarchy. But something you really have to think about, is feminism so black and white? Like, is condemning the patriarchy the same thing as being feminist? Um, and I don't think so. I think both con concepts are too complex to be simply black and white. Um, feminism is equality, but simply condemning the patriarchy does not necessarily mean you're advocating for equality. And that's a kind of hard concept to wrap your head around. But if you think about it in teams, let's say you have a red team going against a blue team, you don't want the red team to win, but does that necessarily mean you want the blue team to win? Well, not really, because we know that if these teams are here, there's a league, and you have the green team, you have the yellow team, you have the white team. So even though I don't really like the red team, that doesn't mean I really like the blue team either. Maybe I like the green team. Um, so that's one way to think about it. If it's kind of hard to wrap your head around this. That was my rationale, at least. I don't think highlighting these negative facets of the patriarchy is enough to be considered feminist. So no, I do not think The Great Gatsby is a feminist novel.
Thank you for tuning in on today's episode where I discussed whether or not I thought The Great Gatsby was a feminist novel. Join us next week for another fun read on Peas in a Podcast.